Testing, 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 testing. Yo, what up, it's Loshi. You know what I'm saying? Coming through, we're hanging with the crew. Know what I'm saying? On the road to episode 100. Know what I'm saying? You feel me? You see me? You be me? Bitch ass nigga? Whole ass nigga? Know what I'm saying? Coming down straight out of Texas. Know what I'm talking about? Yeah. This your main man with... You know what I'm saying? Understand, I'm the one, not the two. Know what I'm saying? Check out the podcast, man. We global. Boom. You were hanging with the motherfucking crew. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> boys and girls, children of all ages, uh, well, if you're a child watching this, uh, make sure your parents are watching with you. There's some children um, here, so, you know. It is a beautiful morning, and uh, you are currently hanging with the crew. I'm Donnie Lush, and I am back with Smooth, a.k.a. K-Love is his yeah. name in my phone. Hello, hello, I'm here. Hey, everybody. You know what I'm saying? I would like to I would like to let everybody know that um, if you follow this podcast, you know for one fact that I do not number these episodes. So, randomly, last week, I counted every single episode, and uh, per right now, we are on, this is currently episode 84. Oh, so in 16 weeks, ladies and gentlemen, we will have reached 100 episodes Beautiful. of this podcast. That would that would almost equate two years, too, right? It's yeah, yes, years. yes, yes. That's two yes. years. Uh, speaking of speaking of two years, um, a big uh, a big reason uh, why. Oh, I'm gonna say it like this. I'm gonna say it like this. I'm breaking down like this. Let's, let's get some honesty out with Donnie Lush here. Um, <laughs> the majority of things I do on a daily basis, there's a little bit of like hate in it. Meaning, like, I wake up. I'm I'm thankful. I'm grateful to wake up. But yeah, another damn day on earth. Another damn day on earth. 
I play my video games. I enjoy it, but it's kind of like, eh, it's not, you know what I'm saying? There's, well, what, what, every, it doesn't sound, you don't sound fulfilled. What What are you missing? In what do, I'm getting to, I'm getting to, I'm getting to, oh, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I go I, to work, I'm, I I'm thankful. I'm, I go to work, I'm thankful and I'm grateful that God has allowed me to have a job. At the top of 2022, I made a commitment that I wouldn't be full-time for nobody. And whatever pros and cons come with it, I accepted it. I talked to my Lord and Savior, and he granted me that. You know, 2022 was a lot of ups, a lot of downs. But I made it through. You know what I'm saying? So there's pros and cons in that. Where I live, I'm just, I'm done with this. I'm done with this shit. I, <laughs> like, where I'm you fine. live or where you live? Uh, Well, well, my current apartment, I'm done with it. Where I live, I don't have, I don't have, I don't have a problem with. But I think, I think it's a little too fast for me specifically. Just thinking, a L- little bit, little bit. But, but I, but, but, making this a full circle moment. On one of probably the one of the worst days I've ever had. Oh no! Was on the one year anniversary. Of the first episode of this podcast, and so in the in like the depressed state, the angry state that I was on that day, when I realized that, I was like, "What? Well, well, damn!" <laughs> I was like, "Oh, I was like, oh shit! I've been doing this for one full year, and that kind of gave me some purpose, which made me realize that recording this show gives me." A hundred percent joy and fulfillment. True. There's no negative. There's nothing negative that comes with doing this. You know what I'm saying? No matter how long it takes, that's why. That's why I'm always the utmost patient in recording. Like I don't. Whenever you've like canceled or whenever something's come up, I'm never angry. I'm never mad. I'm like, all right, we'll get to it when we get to it. But no, recording this podcast brings me un unmitigated joy. I just used the word that I'm not sure I know how to spell, but unmitigated you the unmitigated gall to do it. So <laughs> right. 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 But yes, we are on the road to episode 100, uh which will probably be like the middle of July some shit. I don't, know. <laughs> like, I don't know. But we'll get to that bitch when we get to that bitch. Yeah, you know I'm saying and I have a lot of things planned. By that time, I'll be fully moved into my new spot. The media room will be set up. I'll definitely have a new mic. I'll definitely have, like, I'll definitely finally uh, start using my Google Chromebook for something. 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 I mean, it would would be of the utmost benefit if you did. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't, everything I've ever gotten a good bargain on, I always use. I got that bitch, that bitch was like $65 on Amazon one day. And I was like, you know what? I'll take this. I'll take this. God must want me to have it. But, uh, Mr. Smooth, how are you doing? You say what? How are you doing? I'm doing wonderful, man. At the end of spring break, got my little cousins with me. Just, you know, just been chilling. Uh, it's a beautiful Sunday. Yeah, Yesterday I went to the audition for Misery, and Misery I, is that a play? Yeah, it's a it's a book that they 
did into a play. It's a movie too. It's a Stephen King book. I don't know. Oh, it's a Stephen King movie and novel. Yeah, I don't know if I mean like people that know about it know about it, but it's basically about a writer who just so happened is like I'm not gonna say at the end of his career, but he's a very famous writer, and he decides to go somewhere to write a novel. Gets in a car crash, breaks both of his legs. Nigga, what? In the in the snow, in the snow, and just so happened the person that saves him is this old lady this older lady who just so happened is his number one fan and she doesn't like the new book that he's working on so she's helping him but she's also she's helping him get better but at the cost of him writing what she wants him to write i can't see it oh god uh, but it says misery a novel by stephen king Number one New York Times bestseller. Ooh, thirteen sixty nine for a paperback. Okay, not bad. Not bad. The movie Misery. There's an Italian edition of Misery. I guess so. I didn't know anything about that one. What does that even mean? Like, does it? Does the audio book like be, is the audio book read in Italian? It has to be. If they have an Italian version and they have an audio book, you can rest assured that they're gonna be talking about some spaghetti or something. No question. <laughs> the fuck is going on here, Steven? <laughs> oh no, not the not the not the, not the American <laughs> Italian. These fucking Mulianos, they they just always in and think they're such fucking wise guys. So I breaks so I breaks both my legs. <laughs> Damn near on my deathbed and this hussy. She gets me out of there. Claims she's my biggest fan. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> True that. True that. <laughs> but I I think I did okay. I'll find out Monday for sure if I get the part. Do you know but what what role did you go out for? I applied for both male roles, but no, actually I didn't. I applied for the lead role for Paul, mm-hmm. for Arthur, and I was supposed to have a monologue prepared and like a monologue in the style of the show. But I don't know the style of the show, so I went up there and just talked like I was the character about how confused I am about what it is that I am going to do, but going to do good. Mm-hmm. Broke out a few tears. You know what I mean? The lady was like, this is good. We want you to read this. And she, handed me, she handed me the thing, the size or whatever. And I found out Monday. Oh, I'm excited. I'm excited. Uh, Tomorrow, I go and record the final songs for my EP. That's exciting. Uh, that's yeah, exciting. That's, want to get in the that's exciting. Um, How many songs? I, six. It was going to be seven, but I was like, six is good enough. Dude, okay. I started listening to your brother's, the what you sent me. Mm-hmm. I can't listen to it right now. It was weird because when I first when I played the first song, track sounds nice, everything. Then he starts rapping. I'm like, I've never met your older brother, but it's no doubt in my mind (laughs) 
that he's your brother. It sounded just like you, but I knew it wasn't you. So it was, mm-hmm. it was, it was, it was fucking with me. I was like, I don't. Oh, I'm gonna have to listen to this. I'm gonna have to listen to this later. I'm gonna have to listen. To he this has later. a very, uh, he has a very vintage sound. And when I mean vintage, I mean like early to mid two thousands sound yeah. to his rapping and his cadences. But it works. True, but it works. And I, did finish, I, I do like the. Um, the basically the poeticness of the first song, you know what I'm saying? The writing of the first song, Pivot. I get it, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's mm-hmm. it's so far as hip hop is, is concerned because you know it's about the culture, really. Just knowing what your pivot is, so far as you know, people try to knock you off your pivot and things of that nature. Like, I get it, but it's also a very tactical thing as well, you know what I'm saying? Checking my pivot, like checking what's behind me, checking what's around me, staying. Mm-hmm. Angry. And that's what I got from it. And I really you enjoyed know, it. But like I know. said, it was a lot. It was a lot because he sounds like you. So I was just like, I'm going to have to listen to this. Yeah, he's, 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 the, what I appreciate about it is it is extremely Texas, which I'm never going to be against. You know what I'm saying? The only, the only, like as far as, the only time I get extremely Texas is if I go back to Texas music or like Megan Thee Stallion. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I listened to Megan Thee I was like, "This is this is extremely where we from." You know what I'm saying? But now nah, the project's gonna have six songs. My brother's gonna be on it. I just sent him the record that I want him on. That's gonna be fun. Um, you know what I'm saying? The, oh, while I'm here, while I'm here for people listening, the project will be titled. Uh, well, the project is a question. You know what I'm saying? Like, because as we speak, the last time I put something out as far as a musical project goes was January 2017. That was six years ago. You know what I'm saying? I've For, for like a two-year period, I put out a, a song here every now and then. But as far as like a full project goes, I put out Reconstruction in January 2017. So it's been six years. So the project title is a question. And for my listeners, I just want to know, am I still good at this? And so your job, when you press play, is to let me know, am I still good at this? And if I am, should I keep going? You know what I'm saying? What's the date? Put a date on it. The date is 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 late April, early May. I don't know like a specific date, but it's for sure late April, early May. Because it sounds like it needs to be listened to. It will be. We, we're gonna do a whole. We're gonna we're gonna do a whole. We can do. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have you and a couple other people do a whole breakdown of it. Shout out to my first project, the breakdown on SoundCloud. Let me see. Let's go. To the calendar. Oh yeah. Oh, I forgot to mention too. I had never watched any Mr. Beast videos, and I've been watching Mr. Beast videos. Thankful. He makes. He's like he makes a lot of money. He just decided, let me do good shit with the money I make. Yeah, and it was a very intriguing. Do you want to say something? You yeah, he has like 137 million subscribers on YouTube. Who is He's it? pretty much a celebrity. Who's that? You go, you're not going to tell the people who you are? You're not going to... Oh, I'm Jalen. I'm Caleb's cousin. It, oh, you're Caleb's cousin? Yeah. 
Are you mixed? Am I, am I mixed? Yeah, no. you mixed. You just straight up black? Yeah, I'm straight up white skinned black. Look at you. I, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Is Caleb a good cousin? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I like how you answered that. I like I like the affirmativeness. In your they had, they had, waffles. They had waffles and ice cream for breakfast. What do you mean? What you what you wait, what you make him? Blueberry waffles and ice cream, vanilla bean ice cream, blueberry waffles with a little chocolate with a little chocolate syrup. That was breakfast. You can do that. Yes. I might not never leave your house then. <laughs> if you can make blueberry waffles with ice cream. What happened? I said I don't even know how that worked, but it actually worked. Yeah. It's very good. And who no, put that down? Put that down. Put uh put that down. No, you, you no violence to, on the podcast. This is no violence. No violence. We can uh it's Sunday. Yeah, that, was off camera. Be, that was terrible. We can't be we I know we live in open carry states, but no violence on Sunday. No violence on Sunday. Look at what Ja Morant has done to the youth. Look at what Ja <laughs> I don't even know if he watches basketball, but yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, he does watch his basketball. You want to say something? No. Introduce yourself to the people. You're not even going to tell him your name, at least? We are currently talking to Caleb's two uh, little light-skinned male cousins. Well, the the, the violent one, <laughs> or the, the presumably violent one. We're not going to put that man. into the air. We're not going to put that into the, to existence. Does he have a beanbag on his head? Oh no, they're wrestling. Oh god. Oh no, get him off camera. Get him off camera. Something's about to break. They done, they done put him to sleep with the beanbag pillow. Hey man. Hey man. Hey man. It is definitely a sun. This look this is a Saturday morning ass Sunday over at your house. Dude, dude. I'm talking about any, but it feels good. You know what I'm saying? They good. I'm good. Uh, I already put out something to cook for dinner later on. Got the oh, man. together. So I'm trying to figure out exactly what I want to do for dinner with the options that we have. So that's that's really where we at. I made them burritos the first night and I got food the last couple nights, but I want to make them something again. Mm-hmm. Probably do some skirt steak rice with some veggies. I'm gonna do a uh what was that? Oh, I'm gonna be a homeowner soon. Blessings. What are you? What steps are you taking? I, like, uh, me and my mom are collaborating, collaborating on a you know getting the house with both our names in it. I'm okay. Is is it going? Wait, see, this conversation with you from me and to the listeners is going to be very different because we know how you feel. I know how you feel about Port Arthur, but I mm-hmm. also know how you feel about Port Arthur. So. <laughs> Where you, you know what I'm saying, where you are looking for the home, like it would make sense to me if you most definitely, like I wouldn't be offended if you made it in Port Arthur or bought a home in Port Arthur. But we're doing this on the outskirts of Houston. We're doing this in the outskirts of Houston. Okay. So like uh, Huffman, Humble area, we're looking at a few places. That's not bad. Yeah. My mom's uh, business, she has a shop out in Houston. And you know what I'm saying she wants me to mo- not necessarily work at it every day, but monitor it. Work some days, monitor it. But 
in the process, we're gonna collaborate on, you know, at least our own, at least our own uh, type deal. You know what I'm saying? And you know, she already owns her house in Orange, okay. so you know what I'm saying. Over the course of probably three to six, or hopefully not ten. I was not gonna say a decade, but you know what I'm saying. Within five years, we'll own another home. Be, it'll be mine. You know what I'm saying? It, it'll be it'll be mine. So it's my mom is very big. I, I don't think I've said this on the on the pod, but I probably did it scarcely. It was probably in the very beginning. But uh my stepdad at the refiner was involved in an explosion and he sued, got a big check. First thing they did was buy them a house and the land on the house. You know what I'm saying? Basically. And then from there, my mom started her daycare business and her new, and from there, that sparked her businesses now. And so I tell people all the time, like my mom got her big break when she was 50. You know what I'm saying? Like she got her, like she got to, she got to the point that she finally could do what she wanted to do when she was 50 years old. Nothing wrong with that. I have a question for you. What's up? A two-letter word in a Disney movie. Um, okay, you move into your house. Mm-hmm. You get everything together. You get things in order how you want them. Mm-hmm. What's the first thing that you do for yourself? Turn on, because you're probably going to listen to music every day. You're going to play the game every day. You're going to cook. But like, what's going to be the first thing that you do? Like, okay, I have a house. This is what. This is something that I've wanted to do and I'm going to do. Mm. Well, the first thing I'm gonna do, is, well, the first thing I'm gonna do is pray. Yeah, the first thing I'm gonna probably the first like thing okay, I do is like when everything's moved in. I put like I'm thing moved in before before like I lay my head for the first night with that place. My mom is an evangelist. We we're gonna anoint the we're gonna anoint the house. So, yeah, just heavy prayer. But the first thing I'm going to do for myself in inside that house is probably probably read. Beautiful. Probably read. I have a couple books that I bought that I haven't that I haven't read because because I don't have, I stopped going to a job where I had nothing but time to read. So like one of my, one of the the main security jobs I used to do with Allied, like we would sit at a desk in a quiet building and like I would, you know what I'm saying? For eight hours. And so I would just read books throughout a shift. But up until then, like all my shifts have been like concerts, basketball games. I don't have time to just sit and read. I always got to be alert. But I'm probably just gonna read, you know, sit sit on the new couch, barefooted. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Feet all on the carpet. Okay, well, what book is it that you know you want to tackle before? Oh, okay. Uh, U O U by Eric Thomas. You say who? U O U by Eric Thomas. Sounds like a self help book. Mm-hmm. The newest, his newest book. You never, heard, you never. Have you ever seen Eric Thomas, the hip hop preacher? No, no. You ever no, seen no, the no. How Bad Do You Want a video? 
No, no. It's like I a montage. Really, and it's like, I don't really watch how bad do you though. want it? How bad do you want it? Woo. I, like, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold up. We got, we got, hold up, hold up, hold up. Do I need to pull it up? No, 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 no. I'm about to do that right now. Oh. And let me tell you, you know, since this is, I feel like this is like a commemoration episode. We can talk business on this episode. I'm going to send you like a 30, 40 second track because I, I have GarageBand in finally. I know it may be outdated to some, but you don't use it. You don't know. 30 mm-hmm. second track, 40 second track. So we can actually have us, if somebody is working on the intro or not, doesn't matter. I feel like most definitely if the people that are on the show are just as creative as the people that aren't and have the time to be creative, we can make an intro. Mm-hmm. Give me a second. Let me go to Google. What is, what is it that what's the name of it? Is how is just type in Eric Thomas. Eric Thomas on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, just type in Eric Thomas. Is it vulgar? Huh? Is it vulgar? No. He passed hey. it. Type in Eric Thomas on YouTube for or or say it into the what you call it. When you go to search, yeah, say it into my go to the magnifying glass, or yeah, you should be able to say you should be able to hold the microphone and say it. I was just gonna type it in. No, I wasn't gonna type it in, I was just gonna exit out that and Eric Thompson. Thomas, Eric Thomas. Eric Thomas. Okay, there it is. Oh, that is Eric. Okay, and then we're looking for how bad do you want it? It's a montage right there. The 14 minute speech, yeah. Why Why is he so upset? He just looks why is he so upset. Let's skip those ads. Now, who is this person again? Eric Thomas. He's a he's a preacher. He's a preacher. Yeah, he's a he calls himself the hip hop preacher. Why would we do this on a Sunday? Huh? Why would we do this on a Sunday? If I wanted to go to church, I would have went to church. No, it's no. He's like a he's a motivational speaker. I get it. I get it. Uh, it's it's on over here on the television. Oh god. Yeah. But he has a book. Yeah, he has a book called You or You and he basically details his he basically details his life growing up in Detroit. How he got kicked out at fifteen. You know what I'm saying? Because I got a whole bunch of manga, but I read all this shit already. The manga? Yeah. I got a... Uh, I have to finish the... Uh, I'm on chapter four of the book about the history of Pixar. So I'm probably going to finish that first. Then get to UOU. About three, beloved. Oh, beloved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, but I'm probably going to read, of course, play music, of course, play games, of course, you know, get a, probably get a bigger TV. <laughs> well, being that, well, being, well, being that, like, but that's, that, those things collide. You're about to do a lot of reading, but you're gonna get a bigger TV. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, since I, well, I mean, I mean, the benefit of all this is I'm collaborating with my mother. She's gonna deck that bitch out for me. So. <laughs> well, I mean, true that because my. Yeah, you know I'm saying. So yeah, you know I'm saying it's a it, it's a great business move on on all ends. You know what I'm saying? Being 30 years old in a house. And splitting everything, you know, what I'm saying it's kind of a blessing. Kind of a blessing. Either way, it is a blessing. It is a blessing. It is. It is a blessing. especially something like a three bedroom, two bath. You know, what I'm saying being able to maneuver. I'm. Oh yeah, yeah. Another thing. When I move to Houston, I'm probably gonna. I'm definitely gonna find a job within my field of work that pays me nice. You know what I'm saying? Which is broadcast, yes. Yeah, broadcasting. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the. I don't know what the price is for people working radio. Let's go. Let's talk about it. What's the? What does the average person who works in radio make? Average DJ salary. At like it could be an editor. It could be anything. Because. Like I'm shit. I'm I'm shit. I got I. I mean, I mean as far as as far as a job goes. Now as far as like being a content creator, uh, eighty four episodes into a podcast, we we barely we we're just now scratching the surface. You know, average broadcaster's salary. The salary ranges from forty thousand four hundred eighty eight dollars to eighty thousand seven hundred forty four dollars with the average base salary of $52,873. The total cash compensation. I'll take it. Because yeah. I realized a year and a half ago, right, that did you know, like, uh, making $16 an hour is like, over the course of a year, that's like 33000 Yeah. And when I realized, I was like... And so when I realized back in like the nineties and the early two thousands when when having a job that paid ten thousand dollars an hour, that was like twenty five thousand. Ten thousand dollars an hour? Well, I meant ten dollars an hour. Because if you can pay ten thousand dollars an hour, you you can work a full twenty four hours and be good. Yeah, like yeah. I was like, so when I realized that, I was like, damn. I was like, damn, like I that's I never want to go back to the nineties. Cause like niggas was making four fifty an hour. And shit like that. Imagine that, children. Imagine that. Imagine working a ten hour shift on the job and only making forty five dollars. Dude. Dude, okay, so the numbers. Let's just what do you think that let's just go what we think right now. What do you think the national average hour is per pay? Uh, or not the average pay per hour? The average pay across the world? Uh, no, national, national. Just let's national? just do that. Oh, right just now. in America? Oh, because the world that number's low. Yeah, that you got to add in different currencies. And shit. That number's low in America. 
I go nine seventy five. Nine seventy five. Because you got to think. You got to. You got to think. Minimum wage. Work week is forty hours. Mm hmm. So in a work week in America, that's almost four hundred a week. It's almost. It's right at three ninety. So we're just gonna do times four. That's fifteen sixty in a month for working for what we think is the national average. The cost of multiply that times twelve. How much? Oh no, that number is terrible. I'm just gonna go by month. If we go by twelve by year. If you have a regular job, if you work at quote unquote McDonald's or Jack in the Box or Best Buy or something like that, you're only gonna get eighteen thousand seven hundred twenty thousand dollars in a year. Nigga. I mean eighteen thousand seven hundred twenty dollars in a year. Ridiculous. That's 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 less than ridiculous, bro. Because mm-hmm. if we like I say, but it was fifteen basically fifteen hundred in a month. Mm-hmm. Your rent where you at right now is what? My rent is sixteen fifty seven. Your rent is sixteen fifty seven. So if you had that job by yourself, working forty hours a week, you know what I'm saying? Working or uh, doing what it is that you're supposed to do as an American, as a person, or whatnot, you still will be short a hundred something dollars on rent. Right, just a regular. And that's and that's just rent. That's not. That's not. Food. And that's, that's before not taxes. Not and and then yes, yeah, that's before taxes. So you, so you really you after taxes, that's basically twelve hundred dollars. Exactly, and that's not good, man. That's no one can really do too much of anything and genuinely be happy. Making yeah. nice five an hour. Yeah, minimum wage in Texas still right now seven twenty five. And that shit is almost slavery. And that's honestly. Texas. We're not even getting into cities like me. We ain't even getting into states like Mississippi. What you know what? I don't know. What is their minimum wage? What's the minimum wage in Mississippi? Because I would think mo- most definitely, and I, I know I've been saying the Mason Dixie, but every <laughs> every state that would what what we would say uh during the Civil War. What what are the southern states called? The Confederates. Every every Confederate state is gonna have a minimum wage less than eight dollars. I'm damn near guaranteeing that shit. Our minimum wage is seven twenty five in Mississippi too. But I'm like, thinking, but it, I'm but thinking like, from like Mississippi from all the way to Florida, it's probably gonna be the same thing. Yeah, but Mississippi, like Mississippi, still have a three bedroom apartments for four hundred a month. So, so what? Yeah, you, you listen, listen. I used to work with I, I, I used to work with a nigga named Eric. Yeah, all those <laughs> not the guy, not the guy that wrote the book. No, 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 no. Not, not Eric. <laughs> he from Mississippi. He was like it was, and this was in like 2019. He was like he he ended up going back to Mississippi because he got his girl pregnant. He was like. I was like, so in, I was like, so in Mississippi, if you was making what we make here at AutoZone, where would you live? And he was like, nigga, what? I'd be living like a king. He was like, he was like, there's some, he was like, there's some apartments right now. You get a four bedroom, nine fifty. Four bedroom apartment, two bath, nine fifty. A month, a month, a month. That's ridiculous, dude. and that's with lights, gas, and water. 
four bedroom, two bath for nine fifty. So you saying in Mississippi you get a three bedroom apartment for four hundred dollars? Yeah, fam and put fam and put out the like I looked like the other week, bro. Like there's they got a they got a somewhere somewhere they got a two at apartment they got a two bedroom, no a three bedroom two bath apartment nine ninety all utilities paid <laughs> utilities paid and that's never gonna change number one because of the living condition. Live because of, yeah the living the, the city there's nothing really attractive in the city and a lot of youth like like we didn't have this conversation before the youth is gone oh yeah yeah, yeah the so, young the young so 20 25 year olds gone what can we do to really like like my little cousins here right and they just they watch the mr beast videos you know what i mean mm-hmm. and so here's this person giving out absorbing amount of money just 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 crazy amount of money. Pain surgery to, to heal blind people. I actually read about that. But you know what I'm saying? Made it on Fortnite doing all that. And that was just from what? Playing video games and finding sponsorships or something? Mm-hmm. It's like, okay. He's made a life for himself. And and once it once or twice from what I've seen, like giving people like half a million dollars and stuff, that's life changing. But a lot of times, like people like the people that lose and don't win, they're okay with getting like ten thousand dollars, a thousand dollars, things mm-hmm. of that nature. This one lady cried on there when he handed her the money, and you know what she said? She was like, "Now I can pay my bills." Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mr. Beast is a classic case of somebody who's getting, who's gotten way more money than he can handle. So instead of so he he's he I feel like he was basically like man I don't know what to do with this and before I drive myself crazy let's just let's let me just see if I could just use this to help because we talking about we talking about a YouTube page that'll get nine hundred views nine hundred thousand views in thirty seven minutes you know yep. what I'm saying like you you talking about that type of that type of like page you know what I'm saying not like not like not like nine hundred views, nine hundred thousand views in a week, which is great, which is great. It's still great, most definitely. But nine hundred thousand views in hours versus days. Yes, it's, it's, it's a different and, and like he's old. What well, he's early? He's he's a part of he's early YouTube before YouTube realized. Oh, we gotta monetize this shit because now. Like now, now, like now, like it's like you is really you should be able to just make money. Like uh early on in YouTube, when it came out in like 2005, if you hit a million bucks, I'm not a million bucks, a million views on YouTube, they would contact you in on your page for your email address. They would contact you via your email address and ask for your address, and they would send YouTube would send you like a like a five thousand dollar check. If you hit a billion views very, very early on. You know what I'm saying? There was a old there's a, a funny old Soldier Boy video where like people was like he was like talking to people that like leave hate in his comments and he was like, Man, I don't know why y'all be responding to this y'all be talking shit other than my videos, but keep going, nigga. I make 10 cents a comment. And if you think about how many comments 
are under a popular YouTube channel's page, getting ten cents a comment is crazy. First of all, shout out to Soldier Boy because we we don't put enough respect on the young man's name. Like he really is a genuine part of modernizing culture. And, and music, music as we know it now, like the way that music gets out. Listen, 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 listen. I'm going to tell you something. This is why the South always going to have something to say. A young nigga with dreads from Tallahassee changed the way music is made. And a young teenager from Mississippi changed the way music is marketed. Thanks. And the, the the young nigga from Florida that he talking about is T Pain, y'all. T Pain, ladies and gentlemen. T Pain, shout out T Pain. Who, teenagers. who, who really? Oh my gosh! If you want to talk about wonderful careers that mm. could have done something else, but just kind of like did what it is that they came to do and left. T Pain, I'm a, I'm gonna mention T Pain. I'm gonna mention Lupe Fiasco right now, simply because those two individuals. They did something that a lot of people really don't do in music. And B.O.B., they came in, they shared their message, they added what they needed to add, and they just, they started doing other things. They used right. it as a stepping stone, and it's a beautiful thing. T-Pain just put out an album full of covers, and it is very enjoyable. I know it is. I know it is. He I need covered. To he covered. I need I need it. It's called On Top of the Covers. Great title, yes, great, great, great title. So he covers, he covers the change is gonna come, amazing. He covers Tennessee whiskey by Chris Stapleton. He covered War Pigs. He covered, he covers um, Stay with Me by Sam Smith, and Don't Stop Believing by Journey. So like, it's a nice eight song, like a good. Solid eight track. That sound that first of all, the mix that sound like it's gonna be amazing. That sounds it's jamming. Nasty. Listen like, to oh it, bro. It is God. jamming. I'm gonna look it, it up is, right now. It it's jamming. on Spotify, you think? Yeah, yeah, it's on Spotify. Just type in T Pain on top of the covers. Yes, it that was is, a that smart is, title, too. Nigga, nigga, I also like I like my favorite is a change is gonna come because I that nigga. That nigga, that that's how you know that nigga can really sing. He can really sing. You though. cannot, you can't cover a change is gonna come if you can't. Okay, here's an album. How do you drop an album of colors? They of covers. They call it an album. It's considered an album. I I listen to knowledge, and knowledge you don't say album. You just say EP or something like that. Mm -hmm. This is a fucking album. Right, and he's like in in the totality of it, he's not gonna make millions and millions of dollars. Off of this album because it's an album full of covers, but it is very enjoyable. I believe it. It's very enjoyable. But yes, ladies and gentlemen, don't ever shit on the South. Because a young teenager from Tallahassee and a young teenager from Mississippi changed changed music as we know it today. Changed music. You would actually, actually, Soldier Boy invented Soldier Boy invented digital marketing. He the dance invented, craze. He invented streaming. You know what I'm saying? He invented streaming. The first few quote-unquote podcasts came out in 2006 and 2007, around the same time that Soulja Boy was marketing his music. You know what I'm saying? He be doing some little, look, he be doing some he be doing some dickhead fuck nigga type shit, but that nigga 
That nigga flipped on his head and look look at this light skinned baby. Look at this baby. Look at this baby. Oh, that oh he he's gonna oh when he when he when he in five years when he looks like <laughs> a pale version of you, oh this is gonna be amazing. You should you should you should look at this baby. Yeah. I think it's getting a little fussy. I just picked him up. But yes, they um revolutionized music. Like, and I I really don't think we talk about it enough. Like, we talk about Jay Z, we talk about Lil Wayne. Like, we don't talk about even Kanye enough. Because if you really listen to a lot, I, was, of I think we talk about Kanye way too much. But that's, not, that, not that's so far as the music is concerned. Like, even the artists themselves are mentioning Kanye. Like, mm-hmm. I was listening to Gold Link, that Pray Every Day. He was like, besides Kanye, you know what I'm saying, who else I, who else I got to thank? You know what I'm saying, for how he feels about music. People right. don't really, people don't do that with Jay-Z. People don't do that with Lil Wayne. Now, they try to copy Lil Wayne, but at this point, you know what I'm saying, you have Drake and Kendrick Lamar. They copy them, too, but they don't ever mention it. You know what I'm saying? Well, the thing with, the thing with, the thing with, like, the thing, the, the the great thing about two people like Wayne, like two. That great thing about Wayne is number one, he created a basic template for rappers today. Number one, number two, number two, and people a lot. I hear this a lot. Wayne, at the prime of his career, at the at his hottest in his career, stepped. Completely to the side for Nikki, Drake, and Tiger. He moved to the like he he allowed those three people to. He he used his platform to bolster other careers, and it was beautiful. At at twenty seven years old, let's not not, forget, but don't forget Lil Twizzy either. I was just talking about this a few. Lil Twizzy, Lil Twizzy, they got a little bit. They ain't get a lot, but they got a little bit. Lil Twizzy, Lil Twizzy, the biggest bag. Lil Twizzy is the biggest bag fumbler from Young Money because he had Lil Wayne, and then he became best friends with Justin Bieber. It it, at the height of Bieber fever, and it nothing came of that. That's the uh, we. we can talk about that later. Oh, we can most definitely talk about like children stars that we thought were going to make it compared to the ones that made it like Britney Spears versus Sammy. I would have rather to still been listening to Sammy today rather than Britney Spears. I mean, first of all, first of all, Britney, first of all, what I'm going to say it like this as a young after child. Toxic, after Toxic, I was good. Yeah, that too. But musically, <laughs> Me, I'm from Texas, so musically, I love Britney Spears. Physically, I never it. got it. Physical, physically, fi- attraction wise, I never got it. I was like, "Why y'all niggas like this girl?" I don't know what. what is Britney, it you already know there's going to be some. No offense, and I'm not being racist, but I'm just talking for real about what people do day to day. If there is not a blonde haired white girl singing in music, music is not complete. Period. You got Adele, you got Miley Cyrus, you got Carrie Underwood. They all do different things, but they are all blonde-haired white women. Right. My the, favorite. The, if Billie Eilish goes blonde, Billie Eilish is, is basically going to be like the next Britney Spears, like a super, superstar. It's the same right. shit. Right. 
But uh, my favorite of the, of the blonde, the blonde hair, blue eyed girls is Lady Gaga. But that's a whole another story for another day. Lady um, Gaga. Lady, well, I'm, I'm just saying, like I keep saying it when I say, look at that. All right, look, look at her. This is gonna sound very vulgar, but I gotta be very vulgar. There's, yeah. a baby. There's you know, Onyx. You gotta hit this right now. Look, if you look at Lady Gaga's nose and mouth combination, along with her face. Just to me, she's just she's just gorgeous. I don't know why. Just she got you know what I'm saying. She's, she's gorgeous. She yeah, she got she got her, her bare face. I don't know. It just does something to me. She got full lips. You know what I'm I saying? Believe I believe you. I believe you. But in that realm, R.I.P. I just always think Amy Winehouse. I'm not gonna oh, lie. Amy Winehouse is gorgeous. Oh my god. Amy Winehouse is gorgeous. Yeah. I might listen to some Amy Winehouse today. I haven't listened to her in a while. Yeah, Amy Wilde's gorgeous, uh, but nah, I never really got the. But no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. Wayne is great. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's just okay. Wayne is great. What did he really do for music? For music, work ethic. What, what, okay, work okay. ethic and image template from for this generation work he, ethic exactly he, and look basically be ll cool yeah work so like so like so like bun b has an interview on the internet where like he people don't know this bun b worked for bun b helped out cash money a lot early on yeah and birdman brought lil wayne to bun b and they was like, I don't know. He was like, he he was like, he can rap, but I don't know what to do with him. And then Bum B was like, keep him in the studio. He was like, keep him in the studio. On top of that, keep his friends in the studio, i.e. Gutter Gutter and the, the whole squad up, you know, with, that Wayne grew up, you know, BG Turk. He was like, keep him in the studio, keep him and keep his friends in the studio. So he knows that he knows that even if he even if they having fun, they in the studio. And yeah. so Wayne's work ethic, you know what I'm saying? Wayne's work ethic is built like it's built in uh the superstars we have today. You know what I'm saying? The the Drakes, the Futures, even the Kendricks. Like the Drake putting out a project the past 12 out of 13 years. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's that comes from Wayne. You know, that comes from Wayne putting out four mixtapes a year, then an album, the same, you know what I'm saying? Like, and not saying, and not saying that didn't, and not saying, you know what I'm saying? Even though 50 Cent kicked, you know, 50 Cent at early New York, she kicked off the mixtape shit, but just, just, just like a mixtape here, 15 songs, a mixtape there, 17 songs, three months later, that's Wayne. And then plus Dreads, uh, No Shirt, uh, <laughs> pants. Everything that you see now. Yeah, like, yeah, like that. Like he like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like he like cre- he like removed in a sense the everyday wardrobe for rappers. You know what I'm saying? It was just like some days he might be in a bape outfit. The next day he gonna be in a tank top and jeans and a hat. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Whereas like at least like. Rappers before him would be in like jerseys or dickies or shit like that. You know what I'm saying? It was about the actual you. You know what I'm saying? Your attire could be anything; it don't matter. So his look and his work ethic 
you know what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying, is embedded in a lot of people. It is embedded in basically this whole generation. Shit, I attribute J. Cole getting dreads to Lil Wayne. <laughs> like yeah. J. Cole getting I I contribute that. I can you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? A lot of you know what I'm saying, like you know what I'm saying? Like when there's a video, if uh there's a video, you probably could find it, where um uh that night that Wayne had tweeted that uh Cash Money won't let him release um Carter Five. And he was like, I might retire. And like, fucking Kendrick Lamar hopped on the video and he was screaming like, no, nigga. Like, no. No. Like, you ever seen that video? No. What what Kendrick is like, no. No. And then he like plays like, I'm me. He plays I'm me. And then he raps I'm me word for word. And he's like, no, nigga. No. Yeah. (laughs) So you can clearly see, you can clearly see the influence Wayne has on Wayne has on people. Because to me, Kendrick is a Kendrick is a combination of Wayne and Big Boy. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's he, yeah. Good. That's, like, that's nigga, like you know what I'm saying? He he's a little bit. He's he, he like his his you know what I'm saying? His musical approach is very Big Boy Wayne esque. Smidge Andre, smidge, not too much. He really. He really though, and and it's funny you say that, because he is not California music. Like the only reason he talks about it, makes some music for California, just because he's from there. He's from, yeah. Than, we still haven't than, gotten the. We probably won't that. ever get it, but we we like at, by now we would have got a Kendrick Dr. Dre G Funk album. We would have got a Kendrick G Funk album. You got a Kendrick Dre album. You got a Kendrick. You got some Kendrick Dre trap track. No, I can't. That's never coming California. out. The Kendrick Dre, that's never coming out. What? If, if, yeah, like if they the Kendrick Dr. Dre album, if they announced it, I was like, this ain't ever coming out. Ever. Why would you? Why would, yes, it would. It'll, if, it'll, well, I mean, I mean, a, innocent. Well, Anderson Pack is signed to Aftermath, and he just exactly. He just, that's what I was just gonna say. It's gonna be a TDE Aftermath project, and it's probably well, Kendrick is out. is like uh, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers is his last album on TDE, so he's like a. So he's like a free agent. So I'm guessing his next who, project. Who or what? Who's gonna sign him? Who's gonna Who's gonna sign Kendrick Lamar? Oh, he oh, shit. Or is he even gonna be get signed? Well, he probably orchestrated. Well, he has his own company, uh, PG Lang, and his cousin Baby Keem is on it. So it's like, so it's like I. But I do imagine like if he goes somewhere, they he getting a lot of money up front. Uh, no question. He's they giving him he cashing out, he cashing out. But I'm trying to figure out what for Kendrick Lamar is different because it's like I I kind of there's like labels with like strengths and weaknesses that I would say I would say Kendrick if he's not collaborated with a label already or. Or if like his company isn't just a part of it. Oh, he's a oh. Dude, I'm gonna tell you what. I'm gonna tell you what happened. I'm gonna tell you what happened. Uh, his company PG Lang part got their own deal with Interscope because mm. he was aftermath Interscope. But his yeah, Jimmy Iovine didn't let him leave that label. I know he didn't. They're not, going, they're not going to. Yeah, Jimmy. You know what I'm saying? You talk. You talk about Jimmy Iovine, Dr. Dre, Eminem, Tupac. They're not. He Kendrick Lamar's not going nowhere. <laughs> you know what I'm That's saying? That's why I act like who's gonna say. 
like you be an idiot you think to Dre, like you think Dre you think Dre first of all because we don't talk about this enough Dr. Dre is his own thing most definitely mm-hmm. but you wouldn't have a shady aftermath if Dr. Dre didn't understand business right Curtis, and even if, and Jackson, Marshall Mathis <laughs> and uh all respect Dr. Obi Dre Trice. Obi Trice not gonna let him go anywhere period Right, 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 right. Even if even if he's not signed to Aftermath no more, Dr. Dre will look at Jimmy Iovine like a dummy. Like, what are you doing? People fail to realize Apple and Apple Music, that's basically Dr. Dre. And Dr. Apple Dre, Music, Dr. Right Dre sold, he made beats, and then he sold beats for a billion dollars. That's the same thing he did at the beginning of his career. He sold it for a billion. For a billion. Then he backed on and sold his catalog for 300 M's. And his wife wanted 200 of that. We're not going to talk about that right now. We That's a, we, that's a, that's a deeper, darker. That's a, that's a whole nother. Because we can't talk about the downfall of prominent African American men. But we're not going right. to do that. Now, I'm going to ask you something though, Smooth. Like, a lot of podcasts are having like deep down deep will never be free conversations about artists selling their catalog and me i'm like if i make this collection of music right mm-hmm. and i own it over a certain period of time and let's let's say i'm not let's say i'm in dr dre's case right dr dre's not performing no dr dre wakes up and he's dr dre dr dre exactly that's another conversation he can sell his catalog that's what i'm saying but also also, some other shit dr dre doesn't give a fuck about track seven on the chronic dropped in 1991 in 2023 the project itself is what matters the project itself is what matters now so if a company comes to him is like, hey, we could put we for the rest of your life could fuck around and put track seven on the chronic in like 27 movies. And you'll forever get <laughs> and we'll just Dr. split Dre the has had his career. And that's people fail to realize it's like first of all, we we're sitting here talking about it. These people don't even know that we're sitting here talking about it. So that's something within itself. Now I don't think it's any people can say what they want to about certain things, but I don't even know his age. But I think he's what at least 55, 60 years old, right? Yeah, he's like 58. He's like 58. He's in the national time or the known time to retire. And the career choice that he had, he doesn't have to keep a fucking thing. In 20 years, he'll be 80. He sold something for a billion dollars. You can goddamn, I don't know the math on it, but Shit, you can damn near spend a thousand dollars a day for a year and still not be at a billion dollars. Let him let him have his glory. Period. Right. It's his work, it's his creation. My thing is like, yeah, because it's like like Metro Boomin sold a part and a percentage of his production catalog for 70 million. And like what I'm saying, what I'm saying, like what I mean is like Metro Boomin just got a number one album and he got a top five song on 
Billboard right now in 2023. You think Metro Boomin give a fuck about what he what he what he did from 2012 to like 2017? And if a label comes to you and is like, "We want those songs," oh, you want them? Oh, you can you can have those songs for a cooler number. Yeah, we can have you can have the the songs I made from 2010 to 2015. You can have that because like because like he he didn't have more hits, more big paydays, more show money. Like 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 he like like his his like performance set right his set at shows he probably only plays two songs from 20 he made from 2013 to 2017 you know what i'm saying yes so it's like so so it's like i like the fact that we can as black artists we can make this music and now we can put ourselves in a position to sell it for 300, 150. Shit, nigga. Shit, nigga. If Chingy owned his debut album and they and, and the label was like, shit, nigga, we'll give you 11 million to own the majority of that album. You think Chingy not fit to take 11 million dollars? You not taking 11 million dollars? Give it here. For right there? And Holiday Inn? <laughs> I like the way you do that. Yes. And also, and also, I take this eleven million when I'm fifty. Even if I own thirty percent of like the rest of the album, when I'm fifty and a hit movie has Holiday Inn in it, and I get a nice little eight hundred thousand dollar check, you know what I'm saying? Off my percentage, I'm a bit good. So it's like I like that we're getting to that part now. Shit, I can't, I can't, I can't wait till Beyonce. Sell portions of her catalog for half a billion dollars. <laughs> Pretty much, you know. Yeah, as much as look, as much as jigging her about ownership, think of you think what eight hundred million dollars for like your first. We'll, we'll, we'll take every album before self titled. She'll gladly give up them albums for eight hundred million dollars. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like I, that makes me happy. Like I don't like these. Like it's a it it it. it I think it explores human possibility. A lot mm-hmm. of times people don't. It's everything is far fetched. Like the conversations that we're having, we're having them, and it's not something that we could be doing. Mm-hmm. But in all actuality, it is. Yeah, and I think I think two three things have like kind of kind of muttered the conversation on how the value of a dollar as far as black people go. Well, as far as the black, not black people, our community. Rappers and athletes. And rappers and athletes have construed how we look at certain money. Like, you know, we, we've we seen, you know what I'm saying? Like, we, you know what I'm saying? A rapper will say some shit like, oh, I get $35,000 a verse. Do you, do you understand? He says it like it's nothing. Do you realize... How much $35,000 is? At some people's yearly pay. Yes. Do you, like when, like when, uh, like we, like we, like we'll, like you'll scroll through Twitter and you'll see such and such team assigned this running back to a three-year, $22 million deal. And somebody, there's always going to be somebody that replies to that and be like, that's it? Nigga. Nigga. (laughs) 
Do you realize how Somebody much money that doesn't have three years on a football team or $22 million? Nigga, that's it? Oh, shit, we got them for cheap. Cheap. $22 million is cheap? Okay. It, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? So when, like, so when a nigga say, so when, so there's a nigga who saw Dr. Dre sold his catalog for $300 million and he was like, that's not enough. I'm like, nigga, yeah, you from Compton. You grew How up much, in exactly. You gotta of course, of course, of course. Dr. Dre's music being sold for three hundred million dollars don't 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 sound like a lot to you. <laughs> of course, because it means more. You know, what I'm saying? if you ask certain niggas, the value the value of music is priceless. Shit, shit, nigga, shit, nigga. If nigga, if Montel Jordan owned this, is how we do it. If he if he owned it. Cause he don't, he don't. But in his defense, he has he does get percentages and residuals, not in bulk of what he should get. He don't own. This is how we do it. You know what I'm saying? The Michael Jordan, Mark Montel Jordan, Michael Marcus Montel, one of them Jordan. Montel Jordan would be nigga. Would if he owned that song, and if every time they used that song, he had to get it approved. Montel Jordan would be no preacher. <laughs> he wouldn't be giving out the good word. He'd be in the Maldives. <laughs> He'd be in the Maldives. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, my nigga, like, DJ Khaled got a, DJ Khaled has a song that will never, ever, 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 ever not get played. That he always has to answer the phone when they call to use it. You know what I'm saying? All I do is win. Every time you hear that song on television, whether it's a basketball game, a football game, DJ Khaled and those artists, T-Pain and Ludacris, they get a check. They get a check. You know what I'm saying? Like Pittsburgh steal a game. They play black and yellow. If you hear black and yellow during the Pittsburgh Steelers game at Heinz Field, Wiz Khalifa's getting a check. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, like, nah, like, I don't, when I see 300 million for Dr. Dre, I don't be like, damn, he could have got more. Nah, he. <laughs> Take it. <laughs> it's like 300 million is enough. Because yeah. I could use it. Yeah, so when so when niggas be like, did that's what you worth three hundred million dollars? Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. And I'm not getting up going to work every day to a job that I don't like. Yes, bro. Yes, yes. I'm about to go to a thorough financial advisor, and we about to we about to we about to make the right decisions with what I just got. What I just got. I, I was I was talking about this the other day, like while I was at work. I was like, right now. Okay, if you won the Powerball, the big one, the big, the big, not the big one. The, the, what is it, two, seven, something? Like, no, you know, when they'd be like, oh, the Powerball's up to $800 million. And it's like, if you won the big one, what's the first thing you would do? After leaving Austin? Yeah, what's the first thing you have to leave in Houston? Like, what, or, no, you know what I'm saying? Because you have to go pick that check up. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie to you, dude. I would at that moment, if I could cash some of it, or I would have some cash on hand, 
I will go load my card, my cash app or something with as much as I can and send it to my mom. Right then and there. What I tell you one I tell you I would tell you this though. And that's that's before even leaving the city. Right. I would tell you this though. Now I would tell you this. If I, if I once I find out I won the lottery, the first person I would call is my mama. I'd be like, Ma, Ma, where are you? Yeah, basically. I'm I'd be like, Where you at? I'm at your grandma's house. Walk outside. Right now, please, please change. move. Like, please move. No, 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 but no, 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 because we're not fit to tell nobody until like, no, because I'm, because me, I'm gonna take, because there's an option when you win the lottery that much money. There's an option to take where you can like not have nobody know you won, but they yeah. like you get like you get like forty percent, like 50 percent of the earnings of what you won. And I'd be like, I'll easily take that. Oh, they don't have to. They don't announce it. They don't announce who. They don't show you who won. But like, instead of winning eight hundred million, you get like three twenty. Give it here. <laughs> I still take it. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm like, I'll t- I'll be like, hey, uh, like go home. Like, yo, I just, I was like, I got the winning lottery ticket. Please don't tell nobody. Please. And then like, I would just, I just. <laughs> I I see if I can go get the lottery t- the the winning lotto ticket laminated. So for some reason I don't rip that. B- you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like just get that bitch. I go get a Manila folder, put it in that motherfucker, t- seal it. Hey, but you but you that's something else too though. The psychology of the people that actually win, like the people that win, and how quickly they lose all their earnings or they're right back working at a job. Like they don't sustain the, they don't sustain it for some reason. You're muted. Your mic is muted. Yeah. Every now and then when I was young, right? Like they would have a, a tragic I won the lottery story, but it wouldn't be like the big mega millions. That'd be that'd be like nationwide. But it'd be they'd, like be somebody, they'd be like somebody won like twenty seven million dollars. They was broke in two years. You know what I'm saying? They was broke within two years because they was they they turned into MC Hammer, and I was like, they trying to feed the whole community. Uh huh. Mm mm. You know what I'm saying? It's like, nah, it's not. Nah, they buying cars and shit. You know what I'm saying? They they fucking they fucking buying Rolexes. You know what I'm saying? Like they buying all types of shit with twenty seven million dollars. Me, I'm paying off my debt. I'm Hold on, I'm watching this. I'm watching this video, somebody's putting chicken skin, they put it on barbecue, then they just put it on hot Cheetos. They did it on one side, now they're doing it on the other side. It's just chicken skin. Hold on, I'm watching the video. Fried chicken skin? You know, it's not even, it's raw. They just put it over a bowl, and they press it down in the middle, and they drop some loaded mashed potatoes into this barbecue dip. Hot Cheeto with some seasoned shredded chicken. Hold on. And then they put more barbecue sauce on the inside. Then they put Are they in prison? Blob. Hold on, let me finish. <laughs> then they put another blob of the, the mashed potatoes in there. Now he done dumped it out the bowl. He wrapped it up. So inside this bowl of barbecue 
chicken skin with hot Cheetos is loaded mashed potatoes, shredded chicken, and barbecue sauce. And he's, oh, and he's tying it with that wire that you tie stuff up with, that sausage wire. He's tying it. Hold on. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. And he's dropping it in that big silver pot that we all love full of grease. Everybody know that big silver pot I'm talking about, so don't play like you ain't never seen the big silver pot. And he pulled it out. It's done now. It's um, it's amazing what I'm looking at at this moment. And, and y'all, I'm just looking at it. I'm not even trying. <laughs> I don't even know if I could try it. He's still not finished. He's doing more things to this, whatever this is. This nigga's making chicken skin. This nigga making chicken skin casserole. I guess so. He's rolling out wax paper with looks like flour on it, and he's cutting it. In the shape. Wax paper. Yeah, but he already had like this flour rolled out, and he just put the wax. He put it on the wax paper and rolled it up, and he cut it out in the shape of a pizza. We all know what the shape of a pizza is. And this he's sounds disgusting. Triangles. triangles. He's cutting out in the shape of a pizza. We talking about food. We talking about food, and he's layering this metal bowl that's covered with foil over some pot with, I don't know what the fuck he's doing, okay? He's doing a lot. <laughs> you need, yeah, from, from, from me not looking at it, that shit probably don't look edible. It, woo, it does though. Oh no, oh no the fuck, he didn't. I'm gonna place it over that. That's the title of the episode. Oh no, the fuck he did. <laughs> Why you ain't send me that video? See, that's what I'm saying. You could have sent me that. I could have been watched that. It's a show? It's a, it damn near was a show. Is it a TikTok video? I don't know. It's on Facebook, but it's one of them cooking videos. And it's beautiful. Man. Facebook be having the weird like Facebook be having them weird video. I watched one where like this girl like ruined her boyfriend's Jordan ones but she was talking like she was gonna like make him like dope she was like watch what I do when I pour this glue all on his Jordan and I'm like bitch and I watched the whole eight minute video thinking that there was gonna be a happy ending no she just fucked them shoes up <laughs> she just fucked them shoes up like bro <laughs> <laughs> Hey, but I'm gonna bathe him and and go on about my day. My boys is over oh no, we we, we good. I'm gonna get on some Fortnite with my cousins or some Fall Guys. Join us on Fall Guys if you can, guys. Or Fortnite, peace, love, blunts. Wait, send me all up, all up. I'll download Fall Guys. Send me, send me your fucking information. What's up? We can get on Fall Guys. Ain't, ain't nobody scared. I got I got the PS5 now. I'm ain't not a Fortnite scared? nigga. Well, let's I'm not. A, I'm not a, I'm not a I'm not a Ford I'm not a Fortnite nigga. But I'll get on some Fall Guys. I'll get on I got an account already. Well download Fall Guys, Negro. Yeah. I'ma finish this uh the Super Bowl against the Chiefs on Madden 23. Um, Do it. You got an EA account? I got an EA account. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to start playing you a Madden, bro. I'm gonna see what Madden I can download. I th- I don't think I can get 23 right now with the EA account. I think I can get 22 for sure. I'm going to see which one is free. I'm going to let you know. 20, 23 might be free like in like a month. Probably. Yeah, it might be free. It, it, it always happens. 
And it was around this time, uh, 2K and Madden like become free for like Basically, two weeks. 2K23 is $23 right now. Mm-hmm. But yeah. awesome, man, bro. Yeah, but we're going to end this off right here. Um, Do it. You know what I'm saying, ladies Say and gentlemen? This has been another episode of hanging with the crew. We on the road to we on the, we on the road to 100. 100 of them things. 100 of them things. And we will see you next week. Yes. Got my dicks up in the six, I'm fucking on leather and wood I'm just a youngin' from the hood with some dick to the hood With him you know that you should, and with me you know that you should Your pussy club like a dub when I push and I chug Knock a dime, got the climb, cause I ain't making love See, no man the type of guy to get jealous and bitch up of me I think you want me down and suck with hard on your nipples My game is sharp as a slicker, she love my pickle and nipple Gave her a dime, nigga, she gave me a nickel So why you begging, nigga, shit, she got my dick on her mind Keep on the gear, can your kill, your kill, she be spending your time Eyes of player, eyes of bag I love getting these ladies, but now more than my paper stand I rule one, it's a bad dog, M-O-B That's paper in my pocket, my nigga P-I-N Eyes of player, eyes of bag I love getting these ladies, but now more than my paper stand I rule one, it's a bad dog, M-O-B That's paper in my pocket, my nigga P-I-N-T I'm a player, she just don't keep it
me comfortable while I get lifted as I lay up Naturally, I have to be dead serious, maybe not Let me tell a tale about this broad that thought she played me out Yes, I was impressed by the sex in her S-W-I-S Ever sight it down like friend, dress up, bless her heart She was a sweetheart, but you never understood her Martin or duo, talking small with you know you know Tell me what he say, she say from what she heard at the club that I had played on, well, bitch, you should have stayed home. She mad cause I done told her girl off. But the bitch was wrong, and you won't you won't let these messy hoes fuck your world. I, I tried to love a man, but see, love is one thing, and dumb is another. Brother, I be dumb to let her one thing. I said a pain, but I was getting so unleaded. And I never hit it, and gon' regret it. Remember, I said it cause I'm in a sublime new state. Before the booty happy came, yo's If a nigga same goes, you know everything goes Fucking it until it's cut up for this rain goes Can't go, can't go, can't go Rock a page shows, paper hard to fold, plus a roll sleep Keep talking shit, if you don't like me, it's most likely Cause I'm the holiday show, bitch Why you so deep? Why you so deep? Why you so deep? Why you so deep? Believing them, but I make her feel like, huh? Can you do it? Oh, uh, but when the scuba, oh, she know that I'm the one to make a slut Come, got a man, he a lame anyway, motherfuck that slut Mac to snuff that love, but he won't bust that slut So go ahead, roll up that pub, so we can fuck So what's up, 97 suburbs and murder, watch a movie, you'll bump a UG Scoop a bitch and hit the booty, how the man, yeah, I knew you, and she don't usually say shit, hit the pussy, make a motherfucker wanna ball up and cry, chicka pop pie, I love the vibes, wanna go on the side, I ain't go up and live up the dial like we got hot, take away more than two hits, two blows, she heard my new shit, it was new clothes, new goals, people in camera bones and cell phones, brought a friend home, I'ma pick the two hoes, if you girl be with me, something iffy, she probably wanna lick me, I'm the twist, I send a whole pissy, drunk or drippy, damn skippy, gave me nothing from shot of Mississippi, now pimp boy, I love